My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Welcome to The Daily Oz, your daily dose of news and current affairs from Australia and around the world. I'm Sam. And I'm Zara. And today we're discussing a bit of a controversial topic, how artificial intelligence could enable students to cheat on exams. Now to a growing problem facing high schools and universities around the world, an artificial intelligence software called ChatGPT. This was unlike anything I had dealt with before. As AI technology becomes more advanced, it's becoming easier for students to use it to their advantage in cheating on exams. We've got some students using AI-powered bots to complete online assignments and others taking online exams on their behalf. Some students are apparently using AI-enabled smartwatches or other devices to access answers during an exam. Not only can AI write exams and assessments, it can also be used to write podcast introductions. It's actually written this one. We're going to explain everything in the deep dive, but first, Zara, what is making headlines today? PM Anthony Albanese has said the current Medicare system is struggling to keep up with the needs of Australians. Too many people are turning up at emergency departments because they can't get access to a GP and to primary health care. It comes ahead of an impending federal government overhaul of Australia's universal health care system amid rising fees and increased pressure on hospitals. The New South Wales government has announced plans to roll out a new domestic violence protection service that would allow people to find out if their partner has a history of abuse. The Right to Ask scheme will be based on a similar program used in the UK, with New South Wales Police Minister Paul Toole saying it would allow people to enter relationships, quote, with their eyes wide open. The suspect in a mass shooting near LA that killed at least 10 people has been found dead inside a van. The suspect opened fire at a dance studio that was hosting Lunar New Year celebrations on Saturday. A further 10 people were hospitalised. And today's good news has some serious Happy Feet vibes. A new colony of emperor penguins have been discovered in Antarctica. The colony is home to about 500 birds and was found using satellite images in the most remote areas of Antarctica. Scientists have been using satellite imagery to search for emperor penguins for the last 15 years. Zara, educators around Australia are creating new rules for students on how they use artificial intelligence or AI programs in assessment contexts. For some, this means banning AI altogether and returning to old-fashioned pen and paper exams or countering AI tech with tech of their own. It feels like for all the technological advancements that we've made, to go back to pen and paper would seem like something of a regression. Can you take me back to the beginning of how we actually got here? What ignited this debate? Just quickly a side note, I was actually part of one of the first universities in Australia to go to digital exams and they threw one pen and paper exam at us right at the end of our degree and everyone panicked. And there was no such thing as ChatGPT back then. It was simply just a way to make sure we still knew how to use a pen. So I can't imagine that students today, all these years later, would adapt to it that quickly. 
I guess the thing that's really kicked off this new wave of discussions about AI has been the launch of ChatGPT, and that was the end of last year. And if you missed all the hype about this platform, it's what's called a large language model. Basically, this just means it's been programmed by humans with vast amounts of text on the internet. I think it's ingested text up to about the end of 2021, and it uses all the information it's accumulated to answer questions in a conversational way. So let's go through a quick example. I use ChatGPT to write the intro for this podcast. So if you thought it sounded a little bit more robotic than usual, that's why. I started off by asking it to write a podcast script about how artificial intelligence could allow students to cheat in exams. And this is what it wrote. So I'll read it quickly. Welcome to the AI in Education podcast, where we explore the intersection of artificial intelligence and education. But we knew that would kind of give it away a little bit. That really doesn't sound like us. So then we said, make the podcast called The Daily Oz, and this is what it came up with. Welcome to The Daily Oz, your daily dose of news and current events from Australia and around the world. Better, but not quite. We needed two voices. So then we asked it to make the podcast script in two voices, one called Sam and one called Zara. And it gave us the scripts that we read at the open. I mean, I think it did a pretty good job. It nailed the brief and it's then up to us as humans to interpret what it's given to us, right? Exactly. And that's really just scraping the surface. I was playing around with it even more and I got it to write a full movie script for me. I've even read that one university professor got the bot to write an essay that was coherent and original enough to pass through anti-plagiarism software. Now, in saying that, by its company's CEO's own admission, ChatGPT is incredibly limited and shouldn't be used for anything too important. Because it lacks the ability to think critically because it's AI, it can also be responsible for some pretty problematic content. So to prove this, a journalist asked ChatGPT to write a racist article, and it did. It's able to do this because there's so much problematic material already online that the AI finds it pretty easy to draw on that. That's obviously concerning. And I think that talking about uh, the lack of critical thought and the lack of nuance that a chatbot can bring to big discussions uh, is one that we can have at a different time. But I really want to return to the education context because I think that this is in the news a lot. And I guess the worry is how do you know if work is authentic if it is passing a plagiarism test? All of us had to submit our essays through Turnitin and we're now hearing that some of the essays written by ChatGPT can actually pass through Turnitin. So this is new territory for educators to be navigating. What have we heard so far about how they're responding to this issue? Well, I think we have to separate the schools and the universities first off. TDA reached out to the group of eight university association to ask them how they're going to be dealing with this rise of AI. And the association includes the Australian National University, the University of Sydney, University of Melbourne, and they said they're changing how they run assessments in response. They're moving away from online exams and moving towards in-person exams where they literally can have eyes on people who are taking the test. And they're going to be using digital monitoring for remote students. Okay, so then what about schools? Well, you've got to remember the schools is kind of state-based, so there are going to be different responses across the country. This week, though, in the lead-up to some state schools going back, we've had a few developments. In New South Wales, the Education Department have confirmed they're going to restrict student access to AI apps, including ChatGPT, on school computers and networks. They say this restriction is going to continue until they review how to safely and appropriately use this new tech in the classroom. Up in Queensland, the Department of Education has also announced it blocked ChatGPT until it can be assessed for, quote, appropriateness in school settings. We'll be back right after this. 
Okay, so in Queensland and in New South Wales, students won't be able to access the chatbot on their school computers or on the internet at school. But I guess that still doesn't stop students from accessing AI at home or, you know, the many new platforms that will arise and get around that technology. What is the long-term solution here? Well, there's a couple of ways to tackle this question, and I think it's one that's keeping a lot of people up at night at the moment. There are software developers who are working on programs to detect work created by AI, and that's probably going to be the most short-term solution to this problem. A student at Princeton, Edward Tian, tweeted that he spent New Year's making an app called ChatGPT Zero, which he says can quickly and efficiently detect whether an essay is written by ChatGPT or a real-life human. He said he was motivated to develop this app in the face of increasing AI plagiarism, and there's so much ChatGPT hype about what is written by AI. He says that we, as humans, deserve to know. Now, you got to remember, it's still early days in this, but it is likely, as AI continues to rise in popularity, that the demand for AI plagiarism apps will also rise. Sounds like Edward uh, had a similar New Year's Eve to us. I too built an entirely new software, so I'm glad um, we're on similar footing there. But um, I do think it's a really interesting topic. When ChatGPT first, you know, hit the scene, Sam, you and I were talking about the fact that could this mean the end of the Daily Oz? And we were very glad to know that when you type in, uh, tell me the news of the day, it cannot do that. So, at this present moment in time, our jobs are safe, but it's certainly creating you know, an unforeseen challenge for uh, educators and for the education system. So it'll be fascinating to see where it goes from here. Thank you for joining us on The Daily Oz today. If you learned something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe. So there's a TDA episode waiting for you every morning. We'll be back again tomorrow, assuming it's not the end of the world, like robotic apocalypse vibes. Okay. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. 